0: Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. Recently, Jeremy Corbell, the noted UFO investigator and filmmaker made the news again, uh, recently with regard to some video and pictures of an object that was spotted over a military base by Marines in California back in 2021. And there's been a lot of controversy ever since the release of these images. And, uh, we're going to talk about that now. Uh, I'll leave the links for. I'll leave a lot of links in the descriptions. Uh, so if you're listening to this, you could check out these links and you'll see the the you know see the images, the videos, all of that stuff. It first appeared on uh, the Weaponized, which is a podcast run by Corbell and also uh, re, uh, reporter George Knapp and UFO investigator George Knapp. Very good podcast. Uh, of course, these two guys have a pretty big platform when it comes to UFOs. Uh, and this is and they've released a lot of different images uh, over the past uh, several months. There was the uh, Mozzle orb video if you remember, which is very compelling video of this strange object floating over uh, a battlefield in the Middle East. Um, but this one here I have I have some criticisms with and we're going to get into into all of this uh, and here, there was an article about this incident that appeared in the Daily Mail on uh, May. May, excuse me, May 23rd, and uh, the headline reads, uh, Black half-football field-sized triangular UFO is seen hovering over California military base for 10 minutes before vanishing in dramatic footage taken by Marines in 2021. Um... And then the article starts off, it says here, a giant black triangular UFO hovering over a California military base was caught on six videos and witnessed by 50 United States Marines in 2021. One stunning picture shot by an officer at Camp Wilson in 29 Palms, that's the name of the base, on April 10th, 2021, shows the apparently triangular object with lights on its edges above the desert mountains where it hovered for 10 minutes according to witnesses. Uh, Videos show the lights of what some of the Marines believe was a craft hanging in the dark sky shot between 8.24 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. At 8.25 p.m., one video recorded troops shooting a flare into the sky in in an attempt to illuminate the object, which had five red lights. However, before they could fully illuminate the black triangle, it vanished without a trace. Um... Now, of course, there was a lot of witnesses to this thing, and they didn't have any answers for it. And, they, and if you listen to the video that uh, you could find on Corbell's podcast, Weaponized with George Knapp, you could hear all of this stuff. I'm not going to play it on here because that I'm not going to take any risks with copyright infringement. Anyway, it says here, Soon after the encounter, Marines and dozens of trucks and multiple helicopters rushed to the that area of the base with choppers flying overhead until around 11.30 p.m. that night. Witnesses estimates of the unidentified object's size ranged from the size of a stealth bomber, which has a wingspan of 172 feet, to approximately half the length of a football field. Corbell and Knapp acquired six pieces of film footage that captured the event from two angles, as well as the accompanying photograph, which they are releasing through their podcast, Weaponized. The footage, recorded by Marines using their smartphone cameras, appears to depict five lights arranged in a triangular formation. Now let's say I'm just gonna stop here for a minute. Though when you look at these lights, I mean, at some one point it might be somewhat near a triangular uh, formation, but uh, and then another point it looks like the lights—it's not in a triangular formation. It looks like uh, like it's there's no rhyme or reason to the arra- arrangement. And then here it says here the incident has echoes of the infamous Phoenix Lights case. I I, I hold on, I'm gonna stop right there. Well, I'll read the whole sentence and I'll, I'll 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 criticize this comment here. It says, the incident has echoes of the infamous Phoenix Lights case, a well-known mass sighting of a gi- giant triangular-shaped UFO that occurred over the city of Phoenix in 1997 with witnesses including then-Governor Fife Symington. Now, I'm just going to stop right there. Now, this, this does not... It, 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 it has echoes. The echoes are it uh, far far away echoes because the tr- Phoenix lights object was gigantic gigantic in nature compared to what this thing is this was they're saying was this was according to witnesses uh it was as big as a stealth bomber if in fact it is an object. Uh, And it continues here. It says, A mortarman serving at Camp Wilson during the 2021 incident spoke with Corbell and took a high-exposure photo on his smartphone, which revealed the outline of an object. The object appears to be triangular, surrounded by lights spaced evenly around its edge in a V formation. Um, Sort of. Sort of. I'm not sure if it's solid-looking to me. I mean, this is my opinion. The Mortarman, who DailyMail.com is keeping anonymous, dis, uh, described how one of his companions witnessed the object materialize from nowhere. One of my buddies was outside. He was looking at the sky and said, it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. And we all came out and looked. And then slowly, the, like 50 plus people started coming out and looking. Those lights appeared out of nowhere. He added that despite their military experience, none of the Marines could recognize the craft and de- describe their reaction as baffled. Okay, um, well, I'll just read a little bit more of this article here. It says, The mortarman who filmed and photographed the object said, If you look at the picture, you can see the bl- black triangular shape. I, now I'm going to stop right there. I looked at the picture. I, I have trouble seeing a black triangular shape. I see the lights, but I'm having trouble seeing a black triangular shape. When the, <clears throat> when the picture I took with the black triangular shape underneath the lights, it's definitely not any type of flare thing or illumination rounds. The witness said the apparent object remained stationary for approximately 10 minutes. But a marine can be overheard on one of the videos saying that the triangle appeared to be in motion. Yeah, there's one part of this video where where it looks uh, it looked like the light, these lights were moving, you know, from uh, uh, horizontally slightly. It says, another Marine who DailyMail.com is keeping anonymous was serving as an artillery man at the base when he saw the UFO. He firmly rejected any suggestions that the lights could be attributed to illumination rounds fired by artillery or any other mundane explanation he might have recognized. This was something none of us had ever seen before. It was a completely different color. The size and the illumination was different, he said. When we shoot illumina- illumination rounds, it's one. You shoot it, shoot it in the air and let it drop and then you shoot another one. And then he says, "This was this was like five right next to each other, and they're kind of reddish. And our zoom illumination round and our and our uh, illumination rounds are a yellow white color. So, um, and then they compared the size. One of the uh, the artillerymen compared the size to a stealth bomber. Um, Now I'm just going to stop there. I'll leave the article if you want to read the rest of it. Now, of course." Uh, this was talked about. I mean this became a big thing on Twitter the last few days. Uh, as you could might might imagine. Of course, uh debunkers weighed in. Uh actually, first off, weighing in was John Green Greenwald from the Black Vault, who uh refers to this as I guess it's be called being called the Mojave Triangle UAP. And uh, he pointed out that uh, that there were uh training was going on at that time and, it's, and this training included flares in the getting shot in the sky or getting dropped in, the, uh, in, the, in the, from the sky and uh i'm going to he had a a little article here that he put on this about this he says Uh, Following the sighting, Corbell stated there was a significant air and ground response, which he further claimed was a search and reconnaissance effort related to the UAP event, lasting approximately three hours. Given the location of this sighting within the restricted airspace of an active United States military installation, it is believed by Corbell that a significant amount of data, including radar, thermal, electro optical, and signature intelligence, were accumulated. However, later the same morning that the footage appeared online, the Black Vault pointed out that on the date of the sighting, April 20th, 2021, the Weapons and Tactics Instructor course was well underway at the same location. The course involved the deployment of numerous aircraft and ground troops during a seven-week total training exercise. After stating they spent two years investigating the case, Corbell investigating the case, the existence of this training exercise and the scheduled military activity on the base was entirely left out of the original reporting by Corbell and Knapp. Taking into account the military activity on that date, the Black Vault suggests the sighting could be more likely linked to military training than an unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAP. The Black Vault even noticed similarities between the UFO, UFO lights and the five aircraft flares visible in a Department of Defense released video captured on the same exact date. Yeah, and so... <clears throat> John Greenwald had posted a image that was a re- uh, picture of flares that were seen they were seen this being the same sort of formation as uh the lights that were viewed on this on these videos that uh say it's a it was a triangle. Uh and also that he tried to get Corbell and Nap to respond but they did not and he also noted wrote about what Mick West had to say of course, of course Mick West um uh Of course, he doesn't believe any of this stuff. He doesn't believe in the possibility of the extraterrestrials that are already here. It's not even a possibility they are here. Mick West is wrong. But uh, Greenwald writes, noted debunker Mick West took what the Black Vault posted and created a video outlining the near exact match between the video released by the DOD of Flares and the alleged UAP footage released by Corbell and Knapp. And so when you look at these images that were released by the DOD as well as the UAP footage from Corbell. They line up pretty closely. Now, this was pointed out by other people, including uh, who, one of my recent guests, uh, Jack Connor of Cosmic Road. He pointed it out during a video he had on YouTube yesterday. Uh, if you haven't checked out his channel yet, I would highly recommend it. He has a lot of good stuff on there. But uh, so a lot of other people are pointing that out too. That yeah, this looks like it could have been uh, something that was uh, could have been flares, if if, if the, because these pictures line up pretty closely. But uh, anyway, uh, continuing with John Greenwald's article here, it says Corbell was act- asked by Gady Schwartz, host of NBC News Now, "Stay tuned about the training exercise and if the flares depicted in the video could be the same object." And then Corbell stated that the problem is the do- duration. Uh, he's making reference to the claim that the lights were visible from ten to some report from ten to some reports say more than twenty five minutes. So he's saying from ten to twenty five minutes that these lights were in, were in the sky. But the videos, like uh, uh, John Greenwald points out here, the videos are very short. Uh, and he says here, despite the claim that lights were unmoving for ten to even more than twenty-five minutes, the evidence Corbell put forward consists of five videos of much smaller lengths of time. In fact, the video clips published by Corbell all appear to be around the same duration, with the longest one only s- stretching to thirty-six seconds, and the shorter a mere sixteen seconds. So the series of videos uh, that Corbell put on, uh, that included on this podcast, were only well. Uh, you know, thirty seconds to thirty-six seconds was the was the longest one, and then the shortest one was sixteen seconds. And they're saying that this thing lasted for twenty minutes. And they're trying, but again, that doesn't. There's not enough video to show that. If the vid, if there was a video that lasted for like a full ten minutes or a full twenty minutes or whatever, that would have been better. Uh Anyway, continuing with John's article here, it says it is unclear. Whether the witnesses who took the videos all stopped near the same exact same t- time interval, or if Corbell truncated the videos prior to posting, uh, and let's see here, uh, Corbell also adds that witnesses told him they saw the body of the craft, further indicating it was a craft and not flares. Corbell points to a single low-light photo taken from an iPhone as proof, and in that photo, in that image, it looks like you could see like almost the very. Very vaguely, you can see like the outline of something, like maybe a point. But of course, Mick West uh, weighs in and says on Twitter, and he said, the black aura, or excuse me, the purple aura around the five purple lights, probably flares, gives an illusion of a solid object, but it's just the color bleed ghosting you see elsewhere in the same image. It's around each light and together combines to a vague triangle shape. Uh, But it's not. So he's saying it's a vague shape. So, and I'll leave the link, of course, to John Greenwald's Black Vault article about this. There's more to it, but I'm not going to read uh, the rest of it. I just want to get to what what I think about all of this. And uh, Okay, I have two problems with this, and I'm going to go over my problems with this. For one thing. <clears throat> now for, before I even get into that, I want to make mention too that Jack Connor talked about the possibility that maybe Corbell was the subject of a hoax that maybe some of these Marines that were involved could have hoaxed this. I guess that's a possibility. Saw these film these flares and then pawned off to Corbella, "Hey, this was a triangle." I guess that's possible. Anything's possible. People do uh do hoaxes sometimes? I mean, it's just the way they are. They do uh, the, the hoaxes happen sometimes, and there's nothing we anybody can do about it. But uh, so that's one one point I like to make. Uh, but the main the main two problems I have with this uh, with this whole thing is that when you see something like this. And 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 I guess I think I think it would have been better for Corbell that he had pointed all all these things out because this just get what it does is it lends relevancy to the debunker crowd because it's basically like uh, figuratively handing the debunkers a straight razor and then and then pointing to the jugular vein of the UFO community and say here see see that go ahead go ahead because there's for one thing I, I mean this is a training camp okay there was training ongoing there were flares that were shown on. Uh, on this uh, video uh, that that matches up, that were taken the same day, that were you know already out there available from the military. I mean, there, that needed that should have been looked at. All of these things, if you're going to present this, you could have presented it in a way. We'll say, hey, we're still looking into this. This this is unsolved. We don't know. Maybe it is flares. I mean, you could point that out. There's no problem with looking at UFOs and sometimes pointing out you're not sure. Now, I mean that's just how it goes. With some of these things, this is there's just not enough information here. You have a bunch of witnesses, right? But the but the picture that, that w- what the witnesses are saying and what the picture shows, uh, they're not the same thing. To say this was a solid craft, I don't see that in these images at all. Not even in that low light image where you can see where it's lit up, and you you can't really see that. You could you know so it gives it gives the debunkers <laughs> this is this is like a, a heyday for them. Now he, uh, John Greenwald got a, a comment from Susan Go, uh, the Pentagon spokesperson. I'm not even going to read that because, of course, I don't believe anything that the Pentagon says about you. When it comes to UFOs, I know you can't trust the Pentagon ever, ever, never, ever. When the Pentagon starts opening their... How do you know the Pentagon's lying about UFOs? Whenever they open their mouths or ever, whenever they send out a press release, then you, okay, then you know they just lied because they always do. They always have. So don't trust the Pentagon. Don't trust Susan Go. I don't know why John Greenwald doesn't point this out. I mean, this is a guy who has to know after all this time that the Pentagon is untrustworthy when it comes to the topic of UFOs. just look at all the the documents that that you you've you've tried to get over the years from uh from uh, the pentagon classified documents and they and they when you finally do get them if you do if you're lucky enough to get them they're half of them are blacked out and you can't even read it they've been covering this up for a long time and they're and they're just never going to tell you the truth so i don't even know what's the point in getting a, getting a comment from the pentagon about ufos or extraterrestrials because they're never going to tell you the truth There's, that's just not going to happen but regardless I think that uh, I I thought that Greenwald actually did have a good point but again that he had those good points as as well as Mick West did because the way this story was presented in the first place if you say hey you're not sure you've been looking into this for a long time we have these witnesses we vetted these witnesses and all of that but still the pictures aren't that good. So they have that problem. So you basically gave the you gave the debunkers something to give the UFO community a black eye with, and 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 basically we're arguing over this. We're talking about this now when there's more important matters that we should be talking about, which I'll get into later this is unimportant it's a shame that this that something like this takes away the focus because it does it takes away the focus of the prize of the grand prize of what we need really really need to be worried about this is this is junk this this is junk and that's what my second point is this picture these pictures the videos what they're they're not showing that it's not enough i mean there's better pictures from the 40s and 50s i've seen this isn't mcminnville this is you know this is this isn't uh the William Rhodes picture of a of a from 1947 of an object flying over Phoenix this is none of those things at all you're not seeing. this is a nighttime picture and video of lights in the sky in a distance and with really you can't make anything out of it and that's my problem with this is that you, you can't you're not going to get anywhere by doing this. By, by pointing, you, this is nothing. It doesn't give us that anything. I mean, there's not not enough information there. There's nothing to be like wow about, right? There's nothing there. We have a bunch of Marines who are all anonymous talking. I mean, there's nothing here. And now, and and plus plus, you give the debunkers a chance to basically smash, uh, make make the UFO community look like we're a bunch of fools because that's what it does. I mean, the debunkers are wrong. Don't get me wrong. But this gives them... uh, This makes them look legitimate. This gives the debunkers legitimacy. And because, I I mean, to me, there's nothing... You should have looked at this picture and the video in the first place. And these are lights far away. You know, I did a... A podcast, I guess maybe last month or something like that. It was about uh, the UFO videos, and I was talking about that. And and there were some that were sent to me by some of my viewers, some of my subscribers and followers, some of my followers on spot, uh, uh Spotify and, and and on YouTube. And and I was talking about them. And I can't. I I showed them. I included them in the podcast. But I don't know what these were. There were lights far away in the sky. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say hey, this is all mysterious. I'm just. I I provided what the, what the person said. But I also made it clear that I don't know what these are. They're lights in the sky. These far away lights in the sky mean nothing. They mean nothing. There's nothing exciting about it. Nothing. The mazel orb. Okay, that's a, that's different. It's broad daylight. You can see this object. There's no explanation for it. That's different. Lights in the sky far away. Anonymous sources from from some marine training camp where they were dropping flares. That's not exciting. That's, there's nothing, there, that doesn't do anything. That doesn't push the needle at all. So that's my issue with this whole thing Now, I, of course I, 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 I like the work I like the things I love the documentaries that Jeremy Corbell puts out I, I love everything about George Knapp I think these are great people to, you know, the, but, and they have a big platform But and when you have a big platform you need to be careful when you're putting out stuff like this because this does not push the needle again it's far uh, lice from far away now I, I as everyone knows who listens to my podcast regularly I talk about my experiences a lot My the, the main experience the three biggies okay there was the extraterrestrial encounter when I was a kid uh, in the in the '70s. There was a 1994 sighting where, where there was another witness of a UFO up close, right? I talk about that, right? No sound, up close, within 20 feet, only two and a half stories off the ground, right? I talk about that a lot, and I also talk about a high strangeness incident that happened while I was living in Hawaii in 2007, and I and I have pointed out before. There was an incident that happened in 2010, 20, 2009, 2010. It was shortly after I moved back to the mainland, to Pennsylvania, from Hawaii. And it was, I was—I don't talk about this, but I talk about it as an example that I that, of a reason why not to talk about it. I, I was standing on my back porch one night. It was. Dark out. You could see every very clear. You could see the, sc- the 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 sky. You could see every star out there. It was unbelievable. And I'm looking straight up, and I saw moving way up. looked like it was outside of the Earth's atmosphere. It looked like a triangle. I saw each uh, t- light on each corner of a triangle moving moving across the sky, and it looked like it was way up there. And I thought to myself, that thing, you know, must be gigantic. But I don't talk about that one because I'm not sure. It was too far away. It was lights in the sky that were way too far away. I mean, it was outside of the Earth's atmosphere. Maybe I was seeing something else, and I just couldn't. I did, you know, it could have been anything. I'm, I, I don't talk about it because there's no point. It was too far away. I don't know what it was. Lights in the sky far away doesn't do anything for anybody, and that that's why this video it, it's much ado about nothing. And basically, it, it gives uh, a relevancy to the debunker crowd because you basically handed them something on a silver platter that they could easily criticize. I mean, they could point out the, the, they were able to line up the flares, right? That, that were actually provided by the military in a different video that already was out there that you could have looked at. And, and, and they lined up the flares with this. And then now it looks, you know, I, I, this is no good. It, it doesn't give us anything. There's nothing there. So yeah, we gotta we gotta be careful of stuff like this. It got this is not good enough. We need better stuff than this. We need better stuff than far away lights in the sky and uh, anonymous sources. Okay, that's just that's how I feel about it because you basically give relevancy to the debunker the crowd, and that's not that's not a good thing. We need to uh, push to get that needle going forward, not just you know, not just having it stagnant after something like this. But there are some good things that are actually going on in the UFO, uh, UFO uh, topic right now, and, I'll, and including one that Jeremy, from Jeremy Corbell that happened a little bit earlier than this, is so something that he was commenting on, and we're going to get into that uh, right after we take a quick break. Okay, we are back, and we're talking about... Uh, uh, UFOs, of course, and the government, and Jeremy Corbell. Now, recently, uh, on May, uh, j- just recently, Jeremy Corbell was on a, a Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast, and uh, uh, this is Mike Colangelo, a guy who's on Twitter all the time talking about UFOs. Uh, I, I somebody you should follow. Actually, this guy's pretty cool. Uh, very interested in the subject. Always has some good information. But he point he he tweeted about this podcast, and he wrote. Uh, and this was uh, just recently. So Jeremy Corbell received some upset phone calls from a lot of the witnesses who testified to Arrow right after that UAP hearing with Sean Kirkpatrick. They were upset because Sean Kirkpatrick said we have no evidence of ET, even though the witnesses gave Arrow the exact locations of the non human hardware. He points out that journalists and documentary filmmakers, probably James Fox, will be exposing this information. Now, see, that's. That's good information. That's the kind of stuff we need to push the needle. Okay, now, he's heard from different people that have been providing uh, uh, testimony to the government that they're upset during that recent Senate hearing uh, with Sean Kirkpatrick when he basically said that there's no evidence whatsoever of extraterrestrials when some of these people are telling him the exact locations of where non-human hardware is being kept. So... That's uh, I. That's great news. That's that's something we should be talking about. That's more important than some lights in the sky that uh, we can't make heads or tails of, right? And so this is good stuff. I mean, now, now this is where now we're getting somewhere. Like this is this is what we should be focused on, right? We need to be focused on things like this. Uh, the exact locations of the non-human hardware. Okay, what are we what's Congress doing about it? What's Arrow doing about it? Are they trying to are they knocking on the door, right? Are they trying to figure out who's in charge at these places where this hardware is being kept? Are they giving names? That's what I always say. Let's get some names out there. Let's get those people going before Congress and not just in a in a closed meeting, in an open hearing. Let the public know what's been going on behind the scenes with non-human hardware that have that been recovered from uh crash saucers we we want to we want to know all about this stuff this is the important stuff right i uh, have obviously people like Corbell and nap when you uh when, when you have a platform as big as they do with regard to this ufo and extraterrestrial topic people are going to talk to them and and people like james fox too of course gets a lot of information and we're going to i'm going to mention something about him too here soon but yeah we, we need to be get we need to be looking at that like who are the people behind the scenes That are, that are in charge of these places. Who, who's in charge? Who, who's the, who's the, uh, uh, the executive uh, uh, that's running the store here? Like, who, at, at these exact locations of, of non human hardware. Like, I, I, that, we need to hear that. And I wish these people actually who are saying this to Arrow, uh, and, and, and to the Congress, they should be stepping forward right now and telling us in the public who these people are. We, the public deserves to know what's been going on with this because this is absolutely absurd at this point. So, yeah, that's that's good information. Again, this is a different kind of thing where we're hearing that, okay, there's people that he's talking to that met with Congress, right, and are telling an, an arrow and are saying, hey, this is where the stuff is being kept. This is where the materials are. Okay, well, what's going on here? Well, maybe we need to get some, uh, uh, you know, a search warrant or something. How, 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 did, how did they get this? Who's who got Who got this stuff for them? Did somebody in the Pentagon hand it off to them? And say, hey, go ahead, figure out what this is, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll say that you're a private contractor, and we'll we'll make all this we'll we'll make all this stuff uh, proprietary, so uh, we don't have to uh, ever reveal what we find out in the field in Freedom of Information Act requests. I mean, what's going on here? That's what we need to be focused on, you know, not not uh, pictures with that really don't say anything of lights far away in the sky. That doesn't really help. That doesn't move the needle, like I said. We need to find out more about this. But speaking of James Fox, uh, now he had something interesting that he posted recently on Twitter, and I'll include, I'll include this picture. He had a picture of a plane, a United States Air Force plane landing apparently uh, into, uh, in, into Brazil uh, back in the 90s, 1996, uh, during the Virginia incident. Of course, the Virginia incident, as we all know, James Fox had did a, uh, recently released a documentary about that incident called Moment of Contact. And it was about the, the idea of all the story of all these witnesses in Brazil. Something crashed in Brazil, and there was alien beings running around through the streets. And there were multiple witnesses who actually saw some of these alien beings. And actually, one person ended up dying because he he, he touched one of these beings. Um, and apparently, like, like I've talked about numerous times before, is that governments work together on this one. And this is no different, apparently. Uh, Apparently, the United States government stepped in and, you know, took charge at some point, uh, probably took the bodies with them back to the United States to hide them somewhere from the public and keep it secret. So scientists who believe that they're much more and more scientists and Pentagon officials who think that while they could they could deal with the truth, that we can't tell the the lowly public about it because they're a bunch of morons and idiots. But yeah, but anyway, he had Jay's Fox had this picture here. It says and he and he tweeted, he said says this could be the United States Air Force plane that flew into Campinas without authorization from Brazilian government. I will put the translation below in the thread. If anyone has info on this, please message me. I have a former United States Air Force guy helping me, but we need a clearer picture for tail numbers. So you can't see the tail numbers on this image. But anyway, it was it was uh, in this uh, Spanish language, so he, there was a translation here, and the trans. If you look at this image, and the translation according to Fox is a C seventeen landed in Campinas the next day without informing the air traffic controllers. Inside was a Black Hawk Black Hawk helicopter. Sometime later, the helicopter returned, and a truck brought a wrapped object, a car from IML Instituto Ligo Medico Brazil's forensic medical forensic institute. Uh, and Fox also pointed out that Black Hawk helicopters can fit inside the C-17. C-17s were starting to go into commission around 9193. That yellow stripe on the tail would indicate a Charleston Air Force Base origin. Uh, hope that helps. Uh, so he got this a tip from a Brazilian that gave him this. So basically what what's going on here, at some point the next day after this incident, uh, uh, the C-17 from the United States lands in uh, Brazil, uh, without telling him the air traffic controller outside inside the inside this uh plane is a helicopter a black hawk, black hawk helicopter the helicopter flies away brings back something else uh with a wrapped object and then they all fl- and then the, the the whole kit and caboodle flies back to the United States basically uh that's what he's saying here uh, but he has a he has a picture of the plane that was landing i guess that might probably was taken the picture was probably if this story is true the picture was probably taken uh by somebody who was surprised to see it landing because it wasn't if it wasn't supposed to land and it did land well i guess that's the whole we, we don't know again this story there was a lot there were a lot of witnesses to this a lot of civilian witnesses to this that have talked about this Uh, apparently these strange alien beings that had this ammonia type odor a very overpowering scent smell to them that you know made you sick uh showed up and were hiding out and running around this village and you know were apparently at one point uh finally captured by authorities there in brazil and nobody knows whatever happened to them well this could be what what happened to them, these beings, whatever, or who know who knows what else, was probably shipped back to the United States because there's probably, I'm certain of this, there are, there's no question about it, that there are agreements between different countries when it comes to this topic because the leaders of these countries don't want the rest of the world to know, no, it doesn't want anyone, doesn't want the civilians to know the truth of the, of the matter. They've been covering this up for over 76 years and, and it's not just the United States, whatever country you're in right now, right, guess what, they're covering it up there too and and a lot and they're in a lot of these countries are in cahoots with each other when it comes to this that's what's going on so and and hopefully we'll get some more information from fox maybe somebody will come through and we'll find get more information about this plane and get the i guess you can't see the tail number on it uh, that might help we might maybe get me maybe fox will be able to call some more information from this once he gets it but uh yeah so that's the good stuff that's going on right now fox is still investigating stuff you are hearing this uh stuff from Corbell about the the behind the scenes people are upset, the people that all know where the where the stuff is hidden, where they're looking at this stuff, they're actually pointing out the exact locations. Maybe Sean Kirkpatrick's not interested in it, or maybe the Pentagon's telling him, Hey, guess what? You have no business going there and knocking on those doors. And just so stay away. Right? it's none of your business. You know. I guess maybe Sean Kirkpatrick's all part of the establishment that doesn't want us to know the truth in the first place. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe we need somebody new as the director of Arrow, which, by the way, there are rumors floating around that Kirkpatrick might be getting let go at some point here. Uh, But again, that's only internet rumors, and I have nothing to back that up with. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Until next time.